you must have heard that idiom or proverb that says, never put the cart before the horse. Basically, if you do, it's doing things in reverse. In the old days, you have a horse, it pulls a carriage, and you're in the back of it. If you put it the other way around, it's just pushing the carriage and you won't get far. This is obvious, and it reflects a practice or a principle that is so common that I see all the time, and that is when people do things the wrong way around. So this episode will focus on those people, what they do, and this one massive step that you can take straight away, which will change everything around, so you'll never put the cart before the horse ever again. And I blame society largely for the fact that people make this mistake, because we're in a place where we're told we should feel good, where we should chase what we want all the time. And at our base levels, we're basically programmed that we want to feel good. Think about it. Even the hardest person you know still likes to sleep comfortably at night, still likes the food that they like. Everybody, while being able to drive themselves towards whatever goal they have, all have that instinctual level of need for comfort, for feeling joy, for feeling peace, for feeling happy. And if you haven't worked it out yet, the key word here is feelings. Feelings is the carriage. You have the horse, you have the drive, you have the thing that pulls you along. And following that, you have the feelings. If somebody prioritizes their feelings and puts it first in all that they do, it'll be pushing against any efforts that you have. And subsequently, you will not be successful in anything that you do. This is kind of what people talk about in terms of instant gratification. And if you want to see an example of this, not from your own life, just look at any child or early teen. They are solely driven by feelings. So any of the parents out there will be able to relate to this so well because these children, they have their primary driver being by how they feel. They don't want to go to school. They don't want to do this. It's based on their feelings. Now, a lot of people say, well, it's time to become a hard ass and I'm just going to not go and follow my feelings anymore. I'm going to be on monk mode. But this is not really attainable. And for those who can kind of pull it off, is the juice really worth the squeeze? Is it worth it after neglecting your primal urges and realizing that you could have had your cake and eat it as well. You could actually feel good, but you just can't be driven by that feeling all the time. So what's the solution then? I think that you can still use your feelings as the primary driver. However, think about the delayed gratification of what the feelings represent. That means that if you look at your past and you look at the regrets Maybe you wanted to learn a musical instrument or you missed out on something. Imagine if you did go back and you said yes to something that was challenging, which would have made you much better and improved your position to where you are today. If you went back to that place, it's not a magic end all. There's a lot of hard work that would lead to the successful results. But those successful results speaks volumes about you, about your life, and means an overall better sense of well-being. This means that you don't have to ignore your feelings. You can think about how good it's going to feel and then you can break it back down into micro steps. How good it's going to feel once you've finished your practice. How good it feels 
when you've actually started the practice and you enter some sort of flow state with it, how good it's going to feel after seeing progress within a few weeks or a few months, whatever the endeavor, how you can structure things like we talked about in the habit episodes where we programmed simultaneously rewards along with the results. And this meant that you had further things to look forward to. You see, we all are driven by that essential principle of avoiding pain and pursuing pleasure. But once we step back, usually it happens too late. Usually you live a lot of years and then you realize this. So hopefully this catches you when you're younger. But when you step back and you realize there is always going to be the pain, it always is going to make a difference. If you don't do whatever it takes to achieve that result, providing it's meaningful to you and important, then you'll feel the pain later thinking, man, I regret not having that. Similarly, if you decide to take up and follow that dream, there is a lot of pain along that journey. So it's more about choosing your pain rather than avoiding it. So the key takeaway is simply this on this incredibly short episode. Never, ever, ever be driven by how you feel. Because if you're driven primarily by how you feel, you won't want to do anything. Oh, and one last bonus before I leave. That is this. If you have programmed your life in such a way that you've set it up, you've got that delayed gratification, you've got the goals, you've got the rewards, you've got it flowing, life is working out good, you'll get to a place. And if anyone listening goes to the gym and has been going to the gym for a while, you feel wrong if you're not working out. You feel like you're missing out on that flow state. You actually go home, sit down, take a day off and spend the whole day sitting down at home. You don't feel great. And at the end of the day, you feel even worse. So by realizing this, you can see how the thoughts are actually sabotaging you in everything that happens in your life. So the best thing that you can possibly do is just to realize this and then use your feelings as the driver in the way that best serves you. So I'll leave you with that and I'll speak to you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.